is the punt return with Woot and Y. And it's all proudly brought to you by Reading the Play. The place to go for the winning edge. Welcome back to another episode of the Punt Return. We are in the second week of the 2017-2018 NFL Playoffs Wildcard Weekend. Yielded some interesting results with all underdogs covering. Uh, we we all thought it was going to be the opposite. A lot of uh, NFL fans just expected all the favorites to win and win comfortably. We had two upsets uh, win outright, and the and all the uh, underdogs covered the spread. So last week uh, the show went one and one. Um, under in the Kansas City, ten, uh, Kansas City Tennessee game, uh, scraping in by a point. Uh, it was a close one. I thought it was all over with uh, Kansas City driving. I thought they were going to get the field goal and and win the game, but Tennessee held on and uh, and got the win. And New Orleans, after uh, getting out to a, a big lead, let Carolina back in that game late, uh, but managed to put them away by winning by uh, five points. Uh, not good enough to cover the six and a half point spread. Um, unfortunately, Mr. NFL had a loss as well. He was on the Rams, minus 6.5, and, and they ended up losing that game outright to the Falcons. And uh, speaking to the Falcons, we'll get to them in a minute. But before we uh, go through our plays this week, just an update on the NFL futures, all odds courtesy of William Hill. Uh, the New England Patriots are now the $2.75 Super Bowl favorites. They have pretty much a bye week this week. Um, so two you you're essentially you know, parlaying a win in, in the... Uh, AFC Championship game and the Super Bowl there, um, pretty much with that price there. The Vikings are the favorites in the NFC at $4.50. Uh, this is probably their toughest match uh, against New Orleans. It, it probably should have been the uh, NFC Championship game, but uh, whoever wins that game um, out of those two will thoroughly deserve their spot in that championship game. The Saints are at $8. Steelers at $6. Falcons at $9. Eagles, Jags, Titans round out the bunch at 13 21 and 51 respectively. If you think a team's going to knock off the Pats, you could take any other team at $1.44 to beat the Patriots um, in the New England versus the field market. And if, you, if you're doing your bracket or updated your bracket after last week for the playoffs, you could also bet on the exact result of the AFC and NFC Conference Championship game. So if you think New England is going to beat Pittsburgh, it's there at $1.90. Uh, if you think that uh, the Vikings will, will beat Atlanta in the uh, championship game that's there at three dollars fifty so there's some different markets there for you to bet on you can bet on the exact super bowl matchup um and also the super bowl mvp tom brady into four dollars there at the super bowl uh mvp market gronk at seventeen dollars Dion lewis at 26 uh roethlisberger and case keenum andrew Reeves all equal second favorite at thirteen dollars there all right let's get into our plays this week and to start us off i'll just mention uh, Mr. NFL's uh, tip from reading the play, the place to go for the winning edge on sports and horse racing. He can't join us, unfortunately, this week. Um, he got held up a little bit. So he's taking under 41 in the Jacksonville and Pittsburgh game. If you are a reading the play subscriber, you'll get his reasoning and rationalization of that pick um, on site and uh, via text message. So uh, you'll you'll wait for that or you've already checked that out. He's gone under 41, Jacksonville at Pittsburgh. So that'll be the first play of the three-leg multi this week. And the other two plays for us here at uh, Wooten YHQ, uh, Atlanta minus two and a half against Philadelphia. Now, before I get into those players, I will mention some stats involving the divisional round. So it's pretty important to have home field advantage 
which goes against my very fabric of my first round pick. But um, the home team is 15 and four straight up in the last 19 divisional round games. So that's um, pretty pretty huge stat there for the divisional round. And specifically looking at Saturday's divisional round games, the home team has won nine straight. And the total has gone over in 12 of the last 14 games. So the total for the Falcons game is very low at 41. Um, under will be a popular play given Nick Foles and the way the Atlanta defense has been playing. Um, but the total has gone over in most of those. Uh, so that's something worth noting. And home underdogs are 19, 13, and 2 against the spread in the NFL playoffs since 2000. So a lot of those numbers fly in the face of my first selection, but very unique set of circumstances involving the first game of Wild Card Weekend. The Eagles are the first number one seed in the history of the NFL to be an underdog in the divisional round. So home underdog in the divisional round. The Falcons have traditionally been terrible um, playing, uh, been a terrible play, sorry, when traveling to Pennsylvania, evidenced by Atlanta going 1-7 and seven straight up and 1-6-1 and one against the spread in their last eight trips to Lincoln Financial Field. But all of that doesn't have the word Nick Foles involved. And Atlanta is 6-3 and three against the spread in its last nine games, while Philadelphia is 1-4 and four against the spread in its last five games. I just can't see Nick Foles doing enough here to help Philadelphia win this game. I think the Falcons' defensive improvement is for real, and it should carry over against the Philly team without its without its leader, without Carson Wentz, the heart and soul of that team this season. So, look, Atlanta caught some early breaks against the Rams, but the second-half performance was no fluke. They shut down one of the best offenses in football. Uh, the Rams averaged 29.9 points per game. And uh, on the road, the, the Falcons were able to, to shut them down and, and limit Todd Gurley and, and limit Jared Goff to 5.8 yards per attempt, which is just a phenomenal display by the Philadelphia uh, by the Atlanta defense. So, look, Philadelphia, they've been the class of the NFC all season, but they barely squeezed by the Giants and the Raiders with Nick Foles at quarterback. That Raiders game specifically Did I stutter? was just an awful, awful, awful game, and I don't want to speak at all about the Dallas-Philly game, but I'm not going to mention that because the Eagles rested a lot of their starters, but... Um, if he is capable of, of leading the Eagles to a win, um, it's it, it'll be a, a massive shock to me. So I just don't think he, I just don't think he can do it. It's it's a battle of top ten defensive units, and I think the Falcons will get the win and return to their second consecutive NFC title game. I just think uh, they're too strong, and the rushing attack combined with Julio Jones will put the onus on Nick Foles to make plays. I just can't see him doing that. And the uh, Falcons' offensive line, who have been excellent, Alex Mack specifically, I think can neutralize the, the Eagles' defensive defensive strength a little bit. And I mentioned Julio. Um, he creates headaches for, for every team he plays against. He, he hauled in 9 of 10 targets last week um, versus the Rams. And in seven playoff games together, the duo of Matt Ryan and Julio Jones have connected on 80% of their passes. That's the best mark of any quarterback wide receiver pair with 20-plus attempts in the playoffs since 2011. It's it's an incredible feat. And even with the offense not flying, they, they got, those two guys are still connecting really well. So the, the offense isn't as scary as it was last year, but the defense is legit. I think the Falcons will win um, in the first game of the divisional round weekend. My second play is also a Saturday game. I just like the favorites on Saturday. Uh, the, the, the two games on Sunday are a little bit more up in the air, I think. Um, so... I'm steering clear of those two games and just going to enjoy 
the Monday here in Australia and watch those two games. But I like New England minus 13.5 versus Tennessee. I know it's a huge line, but I said all year I can't wait to bet against Tennessee and Kansas City in the playoffs. Uh, last week I ended up betting on Tennessee at the plus 8.5 on, on uh, game day morning. I talked myself into betting against Kansas City, and now I'm going to be betting against uh, Tennessee. So to get to bet against both of them in back-to-back weeks is a dream especially against the Pats, who are just so strong across the board. And, and those those huge lines don't really phase them. That No matter how big their lines are, they're, they're against the spread and straight-up records are, are through the roof. So since 1991, teams favored by 10 or more points in the divisional round are 12-6-1 against the spread. The Titans are 1-7 against the spread in their last eight games as double-digit underdogs. So when they are uh, double-digit underdogs, they have not performed well at all. Over their last five home games, the Patriots have allowed just 11.8 points per game. And then over their last eight road games, the Titans are averaging just 15.6 points per game. So expect a low total, potentially you know, uh, 10 to 13, 10 to 14 points from the Titans in this game. The Patriots are 6-0 and straight up in their last six games in the playoffs at home with an average win margin of 17.8 points. And the Titans are 0-6 and six straight up in their last six games against the Patriots, with an average losing margin of 20.8 points. The Pats are 6-0 and straight up, 5-1 and against the spread in their last six divisional round games, while the Titans are 0-5 and five straight up and 1-4 and four against the spread in their last five games on the road against the Patriots. So a lot of that all points... In a, in a heavy, heavy arrow to, to the Patriots here of them winning by 17 to 20 points, possibly more. Um, the Titans scoring between 10 and 14 points here and the Patriots getting a very comfortable win. Um, so lopsided wins at home and nothing new for the Pats. They've won their three most recent home games by combined 59 points with each win coming by at least 18 points. Um, the only avenue, I guess, is the Patriots. They have a poor defense particularly in defending the run, but they have a bend-don't-break defense. They're happy to take a lot of yards and then settle for a field goal um, or a turnover in the red zone um, as a means to to winning these games. But the Titans kind of sound like the perfect team to give them trouble on the ground, right, with Derrick Henry rolling. But Bill Belichick does a fantastic job of shutting down a team's number one weapon. We see it every time he plays the Steelers, he'll shut down Antonio Brown. Every time he plays the Colts, he shuts down T.Y. Hilton. He's done it historically. He's the guru at it. He's the best in the business at it. He is the biggest X factor in the playoffs. He's he's the number one force in the playoffs. If you listen to uh, the usual podcast, uh, the Wooten Wise Show, uh, I spoke with RJ Choa about playoff forces. That the the big forces in the playoffs. Bill Belichick topped the list by a considerable margin. So Belichick can scheme to slow down Henry and force Mariota to beat him. And based off Mariota's body of work this season. Uh, you know, fluky touchdown passes to yourself aside, um, he's probably not going to be able to do that, especially in Foxborough in the playoffs against a well-rested New England team that is also now healthier than ever. Um, a lot of players coming back, Malcolm Mitchell, Rex Burkhead, Chris Hogan, all at practice today. Um, and the final thing is Bill Belichick versus Mike Malarkey. It's as big as a coaching mismatch as you'll ever find in the playoffs. I think the Patriots roll, and I saw one other number, I can't quite confirm it, but I think after a bye... The Pats allow, have allowed over the last four times after a break, it's like uh, 16, 10, 7, and 17 points or something uh, in each of those four games. So 
they've never allowed more than 20 points uh, after a uh, after a bye week um, at home in New England. So, you know, Tennessee need to score more than 20 to have a chance to beat New England and and probably cover. I think uh, New England easily win that game minus 13 and a half. Get on it now. Uh, I think they roll. Yeah, just hearing Bill Belichick versus Mike Malarkey's the cherry on top in that one. So there are two plays this week. We've got New England minus 13.5 versus Tennessee. Atlanta minus 2.5 against Philly. Uh, the minus 2.5 right now uh, is actually $2. Um, so you're getting double odds there. The 2.5, uh, sorry, minus 3 is at $2 at, at William Hill. So if you can search around, you'll be able to find minus 2.5 somewhere if you want to get that extra half point. But if you think Atlanta win by a field goal and you're happy with the three points, minus 3 is currently at $2. And then New England minus 13.5 versus Tennessee. He's $1.95 at the moment. And if you multi all that with uh, Mr. NFL's underplay in the Pittsburgh and Jacksonville game at $1.91, we'll just use the minus three at the moment. That gives us a multi price of suspense. $7.45 here for the multi in the divisional round. So Atlanta minus three at $2. New England minus 13.5. Versus Tennessee at a dollar ninety-five and under forty-one in the Jacksonville Pittsburgh game at seven dollars and forty-five cents. Mentioned the Atlanta total. I don't mind the over in that as well. I think a lot of people will be leaning under, but this that's that's a very low total for these two teams. Despite I know it is Nick Foles, but I don't know that that seems very very low for mine. Um, a lot of the public probably are on the under, so um, a very contrarian play possibly is is the over. So. That's also worth looking at as well. But that wraps up uh, the divisional round. Very short, brief episode here for the punt return. But we'll be back to, to preview the conference championship games next week and, and update the future odds and, and look at if there's any value in those. And uh, please check out the DFS Down Under podcast, talking uh, daily fantasy for Moneyball and Draft Stars for the divisional round and just the Woot and Wire show as well for our uh, wildcard uh, weekend recap and a look at the futures of Alex Smith and Tyrod Taylor um, and, and some of the new coaching highs, Matt Nagy to the Bears, and then we also preview all four games and give our uh, score predictions and picks for that. This has been the Punt Return. Don't forget to check out readingtheplay.com to get the winning edge on all sports and racing. You can also check out all bets mentioned on today's podcast online at wootenwide.com. And make sure to follow each of the boys on Twitter at ThisIsWoot and at JYNFL. Or you can follow the podcast at Wootenwide. And as always, gamble responsibly.